Hey y'all, I'm Taylor DeHayes. I'm obsessed with all things business and fitness. I left my career as a TV reporter, followed my dreams, and created a multiple six-figure online coaching business in just one year. Now I'm sharing my strategy with you. Oh, and we'll keep it real, discussing mindset, money, and hardship to help you build the life of your dreams. So grab a cup of coffee and get cozy. Again, welcome to the Taylor Living Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, so Jenna, you have literally been a lifesaver on so many levels. And so there's not enough things I can say about you. Honestly, this whole podcast could be just me being like, yeah, Jenna does this, 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 um, the whole time. But I do want to just give you a hot second to kind of introduce yourself and give me your background because kind of like me, you didn't start out as a VA. Mm -hmm. So give me a little background and kind of how you stumbled upon where you are now. Yeah, so I've been doing my VA business full-time for the past year. Um, before that, I had done years of admin in big corporate offices for small nonprofits, a little bit all over the place. Um, and I also did fitness coaching at one point as well. I managed a gym. And so there's this big contrast there. And I knew that I wanted to bring both kind of worlds together. So I discovered the VA world because admin, I, yeah, I'm very type A. I really just like organizing other people's lives. It brings me joy. It makes me happy. So I knew that's what I need to go back into, but I still, I love the fitness world. I love the energy. I love supporting people that way. So I wanted to combine the two. So at first, when I started as a VA, I started working with fitness coaches primarily because I knew the back end of their business. I knew how they were going to be supporting their clients and, and what it took to be a fitness coach and that sort of thing. And from there, it just has kind of blown up. COVID thankfully has <laughs> helped with that. Everything went online. Everybody else went online and particularly the fitness space blew up online as well. So it was a really, really great time for me to be getting into the virtual assistance world and be supporting so many coaches building up their online business instead of in person like it was before. You never wanted to do coaching though. I did do coaching. So I did do in-person coaching. I coach group fitness classes. I still do it part-time. Not right now. We're shut down in Toronto, but I, I actually do. I do do in-person coaching still. Mm -hmm. That was, I feel like that was one of my like selling factors because you know, when I was, and we'll get more into how I decided, you know, to hire you and stumbling upon you and all of that. But like you know, hiring a VA, you obviously want to find somebody who you can relate to, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, there's a ton of VAs out there. And I just felt like so many of them had no idea what a macro was. And as silly yeah. as that sounds, I didn't want somebody in my business that like couldn't relate to me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, hiring a VA, when I started my business, I knew that at some point I wanted to hire somebody. I've never been one to shy away from wanting help, right? Like I've always mm -hmm. had coaches, business is whatever. But for me, it was just like, okay, making the push to actually bring somebody in to get their hands in my business. It's like, you know, you, you, you build this baby and you're like, Oh, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Right. <laughs> and so 
don't touch that. Um, or you're like, well, you can do this, but like, don't stay here. Don't touch that. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it wasn't really a money aspect. It was just like, I didn't know how much help that I honestly needed. I got to a point in my business where I was making consistent, you know, 10 to 12 K months and I was doing very well and I was doing everything on my own. And I was like, holy shit, I'm spending seven days a week working. I was working every Saturday night and I'm not even exaggerating. I remember yeah. DMing you about it. Um, and just so stressed. And I was like, I'm doing everything in the back end and I'm spending so much time on the back end system stuff that yeah. I don't have time to do because I can't spend time on my clients. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of, you know, whenever we started working together, you kind of got your hands in my business and there were so, so many things I didn't realize I needed help on. So I'm going to let you kind of take that away. Cause I was like, Oh, I guess we're going there. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I'd say like your first point of you were working all the time. You weren't able to spend the time on your clients. Like that's a really great sign that it's time to bring somebody else into your business to support you. Because at the end of the day, you want to be doing what you want, love. You want to have time, freedom, location, freedom, all of these things, these things that we want as entrepreneurs, but it comes to a point where you can only do so much on your own. And we only have so much time and and energy to invest in all of these things. And there are so many little nitty gritty things that maybe we don't want to do in our business, but we have no choice. We have, there are things that are non-negotiables that we have to do. And if you don't love it, I'd say that's a great time to outsource as well. I know the first thing you did with me was I'm trying to think of what I really needed. So I'm like taking myself back. I had just wrapped up a well, first of all, I just have to say, I'm going to ask you your, your question or this question in a second, because I know your answer, but I think it's funny. So I launched build and rebuild again, and my goal was to kind of bring you on for that. Right. And I found you like right before the launch. So I pretty much had everything done. It was just like the, the last minute kind of stuff, like scheduling and whatnot. And I remember like hopping on a sales call with you feeling super comfortable. And within like two days, like you were booked and I was like, crap, this sucks. And so I was like, when are you free? When are you free? When are you free? When are you free? I just kept like bothering you. And like, I remember what was your impression of me? This is like, so funny to me. (laughs) A little intense. (laughs) Very out- keen. You were keen. You were ready. Describe <laughs> you knew what you wanted. <laughs> yeah. So I basically was like really annoying Jenna. Like it was almost <laughs> like I was trying to court her a lot, you know? Yeah. And then she was yeah. into a mod that we'll, we'll get <laughs> courting with there were no flowers involved. Mm. Um, but just like constantly in communication. And we finally, like when she finally got an opening, I was like, seriously, give me the link I'm paying right now. Um, mm-hmm. But I know the first thing we worked on for me was I was so sick of chasing failed payments or I was really tired of having like emails on one system and payments on one system and you know what I mean? All of that. And so kind of, I didn't know there was like an all in one and maybe that's just, you know, not knowing you only know what you know. So what is the first Mm -hmm. thing you did? Well, I think the first thing we did was set up a task management system. So set up a sauna for you. So a place for us to communicate, to have clear expectations of everything that we were working on, be able to outline all the projects that were happening, upcoming, those sorts of things. So there was clarity on who was doing what and how we were involved. So that was really helpful. And then from there, we set up your Kartra. This is the all-in-one platform that you're referring to is, you know, we had a payment system over here. There was another email system over here. There was like sales pages over here. And so 
we were able to bring everything together in this one place to house all of these things. So we're not constantly going to these other systems or, you know, taking out that uh, room for, for error or a misstep, so to speak, right? Like tech doesn't always function as it should. And right. Just yeah. the money aspect. I was spending mm. way more money on all of these things, you know, and, and Moon Clerk yeah. is awesome for beginner coaches and people that are, you know, going to be part of like Fitness Coach Academy and whatnot. Mm -hmm. They're going to learn that it's a really good system to start with, right? But the more money you make, the more money they take. And mm -hmm. so as you start to grow your business, you know, I don't think everybody needs to start out with a Kartra, right? No. But over time, that is where you need to migrate because I was spending over a hundred dollars a month just on my payment software. Mm. Um, and that's insane to me, right? Yep. Because that's just a big amount. So I think dealing with overwhelm for me was the biggest sticking point. That was really my pain point in hiring a VA. And for yeah. you, you speak about it all the time. I think that's even a part of your, I help statement, you know? Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you, um, what really is kind of like your role? What, because you do it all. I feel like you're kind of like my OBM as well as a VA, like you're so much more than that. So what is, what is your, the, like the role of a VA typically? Yeah. So, and I'll speak to that too, is like the difference between a VA and an OBM. VA virtual assistant, OBM is an online business manager. So when I first started with you, I actually was a VA. I've now transi transitioned to an OBM role. So OBM is more, you could look at it as like more high level, um, more of like a partner in your business. So helping with the strategy as well as the implementation, really having ownership in certain parts of your business. Whereas a VA typically, and this is not always the case, but typically is more of like your task taker. So you are managing all of the strategy and you have the plans and the, your VA is the one who you will delegate tasks to. So it's more of a, a delegating relationship. And, you know, I think that I had, I had expectations when I was coming in to work with you. I mean, to be honest, I was scared to hire a VA, not because of any doubts I had with Jenna, but because I didn't want to invest all this money, mm. um, and not really know what I needed help with, because I know yeah. one of the questions you asked me was, well, how many hours a week do you think you're going to need help with? And I was like, I don't know, maybe like five. And like, after a month, we were like, oh, that wasn't five. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> it wasn't five at all. So, yeah. So what I always recommend that everybody do is, you know, something that I work with my business clients is I have them do what's called kind of like a, a task delegation exercise. So we do like an automate, delegate, delete kind of exercise. So literally I want you to take some time and every single thing you do for your business, whether it be checking email, responding to clients, uh, chasing a failed payment, uh, scheduling the email, whatever it happens to be, write it out, just like brain dump it out and then set it up into like, what can you automate? What can you delegate? And what are you just wasting time on that doesn't need to happen? Okay. Yes. And for me, my delegate task, you know, was like so large. I was like, mm. oh my God, I'm doing so much backend stuff. Yep. Um, you know, and so would you say that I mean, what's your biggest tip for, uh, like when you first start working with a coach that's overwhelmed, like how do you work through that with them? Mm -hmm. Well, I think even before that, I think there's some things that people need to consider before even looking to do the outsourcing and what you just recommended, uh, in making that list is huge. And that should be your number one before you start interviewing or even looking for VAs is 
okay, what do I currently have on my plate that is taking up all of my time? And the way I like to look at this and frame this is if it's not directly making you money, if it is not a money-making task, you can probably outsource it, right? Number one, if you have 10 things on your plate that day, there's maybe only one or two things that are actually that you need to have the face and, and are actually doing to make money. And the rest can probably be outsourced, right? So that would be n- right. my number one. So, okay. I think for me, like I said, having that task list that was so much, it wasn't, like you said, it wasn't making me money. Okay. Like I was I, just a few things that I'm thinking of right now, scheduling my emails. Like, yes, I want to write my emails and I want to have a hold on my content, but I don't want to schedule the emails, right? That's where mm-hmm. the nitty gritty tech stuff comes in. I don't want to edit my podcasts. I don't mm-hmm. want to, you know, create my canvas slides anymore. As silly as that sounds like I am creative, but I would not tell, I wouldn't qualify myself as like a creator. Like I don't like the design stuff. Like you've done my sales pages. You've uh, helped me make things look prettier. And it's just stuff that, yeah, I, maybe I would like to do if I had 12 days in a week, but I don't. Mm-hmm. So are there any usual tasks or, um, common tasks that you do that aren't just, you know, off the top of your head, like email management, like what else are you doing for some of your other clients that people might not think of? Mm-hmm. So I'd say the number one thing is finding ways to automate processes in someone's business. Like that's the number one thing that most people just like don't know could happen, right? You're doing this step, this step, this step, and this step. But what if you could take out three steps and you only have to do one thing for this whole process? So I'd say that's a really big one is just finding ways to automate and save time for somebody. Um, Well, and you're doing like something that I thought was cool. mm -hmm. Aren't you doing like masterminds and things like that? Like talk about some of these cool projects that you're working on that I wouldn't Mm -hmm. have even thought bring you on for. Yeah. So um, some of my clients will host mastermind calls and I jump on there and I automate it for them so they can focus on presenting their key topics and their presentation. And I'm in the back end, making sure everybody's being let into the meeting room. I'm taking down any questions, those sorts of things. So yeah, actually, that's a great point. That's something that not a lot of people think of, but it's just simple little things that make your life easier is exactly why you want to have a VA or OBM on your team. Right. And, and, and at first, people, like, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. At first, a lot of people are like, we're, this is what we do all the time. This is me yeah. and, we're just, and you go. Yeah. <laughs> at first, a lot of people go, well, I know that I have to get stuff off my plate, but I don't really know what to give you. And it's like, that's part of the process too. Like when you bring somebody onto your team, I'd say you have, you give it at least a month to really get into the flow, really understand each other, figure out how you communicate that sort of thing. And when you build that trust and that relationship, everything starts coming up. And you're when, especially when you have trust, it's like, okay, no, I, I don't need to be doing this. Let me give this to you. Or why don't you own this? And, and you can remove it from your plate and give that to your VA. I really resonate with that because, you know, just like whenever you're working with a new client, like a fitness client, right? There's not going to be a ton of changes necessarily in 30 days. That's kind of when you start Mm -hmm. to make the, you, you, you implement things that create the changes. So I know for us, the first month was just really getting the ball rolling and transitioning, kind of working on cleaning up my back end. But it wasn't until the second month that I was like, oh, okay, I know how to utilize you better. So that Mm -hmm. was very, very, So like I said, if you're somebody out there that is just struggling with a few simple tasks, and this moves us into our next point, 
how much does hiring a VA cost, right? Mm. So there's, there's a varying level. If you're new in your business, I would say, you know, I, I don't want to give like a threshold for how much you should make before you hire. But for me, I waited very long to hire one and I probably should have hired one a lot sooner, but I opted to have a more high-end VA because I didn't want to hire multiple people. I knew Jenna was kind of a hybrid and now an OBM. And I wanted to have somebody who was invested in my business, who was my partner and who was somebody that I just felt really comfortable with, you know, but I would say the typical range is like $30 an hour ish to all, all the way up to like $80, $100. So can you tell me like what seems normal, what is right for what level of your business? Yeah. And unfortunately there's no easy answer for that. It is kind of all over the map and especially it it depends on what you're looking for. You could get a brand new VA who's, you know, uh, willing to be coached and willing to learn on the go. As long as that's something that you're comfortable with, maybe you're not quite ready or don't know what you need. So maybe a, a newer VA would be a good option for under $30 an hour. Right. And then when you start to look at maybe you need someone who is more specialized in a certain um, platform or tool that you're using, like a Dubsado or a Karcher or Kajabi or or something like that, where you really want to hone in on that tool, then you'll be looking for someone more as as an expert with that. And you're looking upwards of $60 per hour, for instance. Um, There are some BAs who charge hourly packages and there are some like myself who have monthly retainer packages. So it really depends on what their skill set is, their experience, like anything else. Right. Right. Um, And, you know, something that's always a big, a big thing to remember is, is I talk about this all the time on my stories, but like investing versus spending. Right. Mm So, you know, I, I definitely spend you know, four figures on a VA. Now we have a retainer and to me it is worth it because I utilize you so much all the time and you really have mm-hmm. become like my, my wing woman, like literally to the nth degree. Um, so to me, that was so much, it was just, so, there was so much value in that because it's not that I'm spending that money. Like I'm mm-hmm. able to spend so much more time on my clients and I've made more money because I've hired you. So can you talk about the return on investment there? Yeah. So my first question when somebody asks me, well, what's the ROI in hiring you? What is your time worth? Really like that is the big question. It's like when you bring somebody onto your team, you are outsourcing tasks that you don't have time or energy for, you're going to have that time and energy back. So what is that worth to you? When we can take those things off of your plate that aren't directly making you money, you have more time and focus to spend on those things that are making you money. So really, when you look at that, I mean, your hottest commodity, like it is, you you cannot get back time, right? Exactly. And I can't tell you how many weekends I spent working like for months and Mm. months. And there, well, I mean, owning a business is hard. Like running your business is hard. And I, and I, I think there's, you know, people have to understand there's going to be weekends that you work. Okay. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying that there's not, and I still do now, honestly but I feel so much more supported and Mm. I feel uh, just very taken care of. And like somebody has my back and nothing has slipped through the cracks with you. And I think at some point, you know, uh, my business coach once asked me the question um, before I hired a VA and she said, Taylor, if your business were to double overnight, could you handle it? And I was like, Oh no, no, I couldn't. I could not handle double the workload right now. 
So that's when I was like, okay, it's really time. And so I encourage you out there, ask yourself, if your business were to double overnight, could you handle that influx? And if your systems and all of that are not on point, that is when it's time to outsource. Mm -hmm. And I'd say having a look at where you're currently at and where you want to go and being proactive, making that list and what you could delegate before you reach the stage of overwhelm would be my number one tip to anybody who's considering scaling their business. Look at it now before you get overwhelmed, because it's also not fun to bring somebody onto your team when you're in that overwhelmed state, right? It's not going to be a good onboarding experience for them. It might tarnish the relationship a little bit if it's not a a positive experience. So you want to really try to prevent that and be proactive and, and build your team up before you reach that point. Definitely. And, you know, for me, uh, people always ask me, how did you find your VA? I'm like, honestly, I, no shame in my stalker game, you guys, <laughs> like, no shame. I just, I landed in a VA rabbit hole and it's so funny. Like Jenna was the very first person I hopped on a call with. She wasn't the first person I found. I had other calls scheduled, but you were the first person that I hopped on a call with. And like I said, I waited 48 hours to make my payment and I, it was too late. I was so freaking pissed. I'm so mad. I'm so mad about that, honestly. Um, but so I waited like an, another two months of overwhelm, but you know, whenever we hopped on the call, I just felt, I was like, nope, this is it. Like, I don't need to look any further. And, and I would, I would not encourage you to necessarily do the same thing, but at some point, like listen to your gut. But for me, just like there are business coaches, fitness coaches, there are coaches for VAs. So I know there's like a few out there that have like VA matchmakers and whatnot. Um, but honestly, like I would ask around if there's a business coach or a fitness coach that you really look up to and admire, I would just ask them because mm-hmm. to be honest, a referral is going to do so much better for you than just aimlessly searching. But, you know, just like there's hashtag online business coach, I would hi- look at hashtag, you know, VA for online coach, just different things like that. You'll find a ton of answers. But for you as a VA, how do you typically find you if it's not a referral? Mm-hmm. So Instagram would be my number one. Um, again, utilizing hashtags, going down the rabbit hole there, just like you did. But another great way to find a VA is, I know I'm sure most of us are on a bunch of Facebook groups, some entrepreneurial groups on Facebook. There's nothing wrong with going into one of those groups and saying, Hey, I'm looking at outsourcing. Like, does anybody have any good referrals? And just asking the communities that you're a part of too. Definitely. But yeah, I mean, I just, I cannot say enough how much fun it's been working with you and just, um, I'm never letting you leave me. So hopefully (laughs) you're fine with that. Um. Yeah, no, we have the best time. And and, and like, that's something that I'll say, like it, like you said, you knew when we got on that call, you're like, I don't have to look any further and gut instinct should be a key indicator when you're looking for a VA. Like not to get all hokey pokey and or whatever <laughs> that saying is, but like trust your gut and your instinct and trust the energy. Uh, a great thing about finding someone on Instagram is like looking at their feed and seeing what their energy is like. Like, how do you feel when you're engaging with this person? How do they interact with you when you first DM them? If you can trust your gut when you have that initial point of contact with somebody and, and go from there, you can have a great relationship. And if it feels off, I probably wouldn't move forward with it. Definitely, definitely like that Olivia Pope vibe, like just channel your inner Olivia Pope for all my scandal fans out there. Um, <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I mean, like I said, I think going into hiring a VA, I knew I needed help with a lot of the back end things, but I was already at the point where I had a podcast. I had extra content. I had a group program. I would say if you're a new coach and you're, you're, you're getting started and you're building your roster and you've got a pretty good grasp, I would say if you're looking to expand and start, you know, like a group coaching project, that would be something to bring on a VA for even temporarily. And like Jenna said, you know, at first we did not do a retainer. The first month was I, I purchased an hour package. So you now have kind of, you've got a hybrid model. So I don't mm-hmm. think you have any retainers. Maybe I don't remember. You might be, you might have nothing, but um, I know you do a lot of like day packages or projects, things like that. So can you talk about some of your unique services that you offer? Yeah. So I have my full-time retainer clients, uh, which are currently full. So I'm in their business every single day, five to seven days a week. Um, but I also do day packages as well. So anybody who I think would be a good fit can book a day with me. I'm in their business for six to eight hours that day, and I'm implementing whatever project it is that they're working on. So it's much more project focused as opposed to it's not ongoing support. It is that day, boom, we get in there, we have a call, we go over expectations, we go over the goals, what you want to achieve, what you want to see done. And then I spend the day actually implementing all of that. So an example of that, I have a private business client who recently hired you for something like that. So she's Mm -hmm. in the middle of her first group coaching launch. And she was like, I do not want to design a sales page. I don't want to mess with it. And I was like, hire Jenna, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're somebody out there and you're like, oh shit, I'm doing this group coaching launch. Well, that means I have to not only design the program, but like you have to do the design aspect. If you're not willing to spend, Mm -hmm. you know, hours and hours or weeks on end to to create a page where Jenna could do it in four hours, like just pay to have that done. It will save you so much time and energy. And like you said, multiple times, we both have like your time is a hot commodity and your time is in valuable. So anything else you want to say or add to the, maybe the person who's watching this or listening, Mm -hmm. if you're on the podcast about just like getting over that hurdle of really taking that, that step and and going for hiring a VA. Yeah. So I'd say the first thing is just getting really clear for yourself on what you want support with initially, right off the bat. Like if it's, you know, you don't love building a sales page and you want someone to build a sales page. Cool. And then look, when you start to look for a VA, looking for somebody that meets that skill set that you need for that project or those set of tasks, those sort of things. So it's more specific to what you need. And then having trust in the process too, like going into it with an open mind of, you know, you're making an investment in yourself and your business and you're allowing someone else to come in, help you with your baby and you need to celebrate yourself in doing that too, because it's a really hard thing to do, but just being open to the fact that you're allowing yourself to have support. And that's a really great and brave thing to be doing for your business. I agree. Um, Any step that you make, you know, forward, whether it be hiring a coach, hiring a mentor, hiring your first team member, assistant coach, whatever it is. um, And and something else that, that I should mention, and I did not do this with you because you had experience with fitness coaching and whatnot. And you were, Mm -hmm. you were, you were more experienced as a VA, but if you're worried about bringing on a team member, whether it be an assistant coach, a VA, whatever, uh, start to record some videos and have your standard operating procedures just on video ready to give them. So if you ever, you know, for example, Jenna will, uh, I have two emails. I have like my info at, and then I've got like my personal one for my clients. So 
Jenna is is oh, is responsible for any inquiries that I get that come in and, and she can handle all of that. I think one of the first things I said, I was like, I don't want to see any emails that are not my clients. And she's like, got it. Okay. I, I'm on it. So it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just having clear expectations and she has access to all of my onboarding documents. She knows how I sound. She knows the emojis I use. She knows my language. And so I've even noticed if I have forgotten to add like a sentence or two for a caption description you've like typed it up and I'm like oh okay I think I wrote that you know what I mean like you (laughs) understand my it it takes time to build that trust but I will say you're not gonna get a a 12-week transformation in you know a week right so Mm -hmm. keep the same, same mindset when you're hiring a VA like it takes them time to get to know you but go in with an open mind make sure you listen to your gut hire when it feels right but definitely do not make the mistake that I made and wait over a year to hire a team member. Do not do that because you will drown and it's not fun. So Jenna, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at underscore thrive online, or if you want to reach out to me directly, you can email me at Jenna at thrive online.ca. Perfect. I'll probably talk to you in two minutes. Cool. I want to give you a virtual high five for finishing another episode of the Tailored Living Podcast. If you're looking for a community of badass go-getters to bounce ideas and answer questions, join my exclusive goal-getter community on Facebook. The link's waiting for you on Instagram. Until next time, bye y'all.